0: Way, they really need to get it straight on youtube tv like why don't they just do it this way where peter are you a youtube tv guy or are you a cable guy
1: uh i do not have youtube tv but i've used it at people's places so i i know how the okay. setup is so, th- so they
0: have the channels you know like the uh the the combo channels for sports watching perfect for a college football saturday yeah. or a college basketball saturday
1: the quad box setup yes
0: but they're they're all predetermined, like they're pre decided. You can't edit them now. Apparently, they're working on something where you can kind of create your own channel. But why don't they just do it this way instead of having four random games on at one time? Why don't they just do it by conference? Like if they put all the conference games on at the same time, or put you know if there's two Big Ten games going on at the same time, put it on that channel. That does like,
1: seem like the logical
0: path. So you know, I know a lot of times there's not. Two in the conference going on at once because usually they'll just sort of stack them up. That's how like the Big East still do it. They'll play during the weeknight. They'll do their 7-30 split on FS1. But like I was sitting there, I was sitting there watching. Um, so it was Nebraska and Maryland on the one, and um, and uh, what was the other game? Oh, Marquette and Seton Hall was on that same channel. And then there was, I think K state in Houston. And then it was like Florida and Georgia or something like that. And then a little
1: bit of every conference.
0: And then I had to go to a different channel entirely to check the Providence Georgetown thing, which I wanted to see what the Ed Cooley thing would be like. And I was like, what It, it just one off situation where I wanted to see that game on the same channel as the other one. So I don't know. That's my, that's my complaint. Oh, look at here. We got a text that says, you can edit the YouTube TV multi-channel. I did it the other day. Hmm. Is that so?
1: Thank you. Thank you for that.
0: Thank you for that message.
1: Uh, I guess you could try it next time. I always thought that you...
0: Okay, well, I'll take a look then. I guess I'm stupid. But I would lo- like... That's that's the perfect setup. I want to watch the Big Ten games, and then I want to watch the Big East games. And that's all I care about. Is It's... it's Half of my screen is nonsense to me when I when they put two when they put a Big Twelve game and an SEC game on there. I don't care. No. It doesn't matter. Get it away. All right. Um, so on that, Nebraska basketball. I wonder if they will ever get to the point where they will stop needing wake up calls and just be awake. Simply be awake. I mean, you know they came out and and shot the ball really well in the first couple minutes against Maryland, um, and then you know just completely all fell apart of them. And and you look at the stats afterwards, and this obviously came through anecdotally during the game as well. You you give up 17 offensive rebounds. It doesn't it it, it doesn't mean like you're at a severe personnel disadvantage or anything like that. Like offensive rebounds, it's effort. It's just rebounding in general. It's just effort. And Nebraska getting outboarded. Yeah, maybe they. Maybe Maryland has some better personnel. Reese is a good player. You get a bunch of them, but like, he can't get out. Re- I think it was seventeen to two on the offensive rebounds, or seventeen to three on the offensive rebounds. I could check that one more time. Uh, yeah, seventeen to three. Maryland had, and uh, Geronimo had five. Young had five. Reese had three, and Scott had two. Reese had 16 total rebounds. Like you get a guy on the other side who's pulling in the rebounds that much. And by the way, Nebraska's best rebounder is Mast who had six. You know, something's not right. Like something's not adding up there. It's just, it's, this doesn't happen to Nebraska in every other game. This Nebraska has been the team to outright rebound teams, you know? So like that's, I hope they can get to a point where we don't have to come back off of these weird losses and say, man, I just don't know what to make of this because they clearly weren't themselves. But if it happens too often, then, you know, they are what they are, which is inconsistent, which brings me to my next point. Talking about the NCAA tournament here, and the fact of the matter is, you know, Nebraska took a hit, and they're going to need to do some things To write the ship down the stretch. With that being said, they're fifteen and six, they're five and five in the league. There's plenty of opportunity out there for them. And it's not the end of the world if you lose a Big Ten game on the road. I think what happened inside the game is more concerning for their future prognosis rather than the actual win loss of it all. So that's that's one part of it. As it pertains to the NCAA tournament, guys, I'll say this over and over again and I know it sounds crazy because Nebraska is not in the NCAA tournament very often. You don't have to be that good to make the NCAA tournament, <laughs> right? Once again, I'm going to look at the camera. You don't have to be <laughs> that good to make the NCAA tournament. Bad, bad teams make the NCAA tournament every time, and I'm not talking about the teams from the low-major conferences who win their conference tournament. I'm talking about at large. I'm talking about the teams who go to Dayton, and the ten, the elevens, and the tens, and the nines; those are, and probably the eights too. Those teams, what defines them is their inconsistencies. They're the, the if you're a one through, you know, five seed. If you're a one through six seed, you've been a top twenty five team all year long. There was probably never any doubt about you making the NCAA tournament. If you're in the bubbleish range, seven to eleven seeds of the NCAA tournament you it's well known around the country that you can get hot, you can get cold, you might look like crap on any one given day and you might look incredible on any one given day. Nebraska has had all that in their season so far. They beat Purdue. They trashed Purdue on their home floor. They looked incredible doing so. They made 14 threes. They beat every they won every 50-50 ball. They won they did all these effort plays and stuff like that. They beat Purdue. And then they scored 51 points and got killed by a so so Maryland team on the road. That's what those teams are. Nebraska fits that category to a T. So, once again, you don't have to win every game in order to get to the NCAA tournament. With that being said, you don't want the resume to slip away from you. I don't like, we've said this all along. I don't think Nebraska is that good, but they could still make the NCAA tournament, right? So it depends on what you want. Like, if, if you're shooting for the NCAA tournament, then all you got to do is find a way to get there. Make the resume work to get there. If you're shooting for like going into the top 25, then you got problems. Number one, I, I just don't know if this was ever going to be a top 25. You know, like that type of team, like a you know a top five or six seed in the NCAA tournament. I just didn't think that. Um, if you're thinking that, then you got some work to do in this case, and they need Jawan Gary back, and certainly, in order to do that. Uh, but, like, uh, I just don't, I, I mean, y- you don't have to win every game, guys, you know?
1: And I think uh, we're sitting two days out from February now. I think we kind of have a grasp on what to expect with this team. The area I'm a little concerned with currently is what happens if a game or two at home, the ball's just not going in, and they drop a game or two at PBA, and they still can't correct whatever's going on on the road. Well, I mean, it could slip slip away from you. At that point, it's like, oh no.
0: Yeah, I I mean, look, they they are no lock for the NCAA tournament. (laughs) They are no lock for the NCAA tournament. So, like I just said, there's going to be 10 to 15 teams who make the NCAA tournament and have... A resume that looked very similar to Nebraska, or actually, you know what, the better way to say it is who who Nebraska could play on any given night, on a neutral court, on their home floor, on the road floor, and win that game or lose that game. Five out of ten. They're going to look exactly the same as Nebraska. And there's going to be ten teams that get left out of the NCAA tournament or on the wrong side of the bubble who fit that exact same mold, who are just like Nebraska, they're inconsistent, they can be good, they can be bad. Their resume probably looks a little worse than them and they could they would lose to them or beat them 5 out of 10 times mm-hmm. on a neutral court. That's the luck of the draw. That's March. Right? That's that's what March is all about. Like I I mean, they play Wisconsin, Illinois, and Northwestern in their next 3 games. They might lose them all. <laughs> like you got to be per- yeah. so so this is where we get back to the stuff on the floor, right? They could They could potentially go into that, into the Michigan game, you know, a stretch with Michigan, Penn State, Indiana, Minnesota, which is four in a row, and you already beat Ohio State too, Rutgers, like you could win five, six, seven in a row to finish out the regular season, but these next four are going to be really hard. So as we start to transition and we start to talk about the basketball part of things here, this is where Nebraska needs to be better. We talked about it last week, and and we said it at the beginning of the segment. I wish they could get to the point where you feel like they, they you didn't have to ask them for a wake-up call, that they would just wake up, you know, that they would just be awake all the time. And then, you know, riding the emotional roller coaster has proven to be a little bit difficult for this team. I do worry about them if you look up on February 8th and you've lost four in a row and you're looking up at five and nine in the league and you're looking up at... 15 and nine overall i worry about them mentally because that's what we've seen this year they they are way super up and down yeah i you know and you look around at the team and you're like okay where's the sort of stabilizing force um you know or is they just gonna keep on riding that wave they're just gonna keep riding that wave i you know is it sustainable No, but can they find a way to make the NCAA tournament? Yes. And then after that, who knows? Right. Uh, We go to the YouTube comments here from Jimmy. Life lesson, stop hyping Nebraska basketball. He has a bunch of comments here. (laughs) How many teams in the past have made the tourney without a single road win in conference play? They need to win a road game, Connor, which is why I hate any of the uh, hype. All right, so let's let's just play it out here real quick then. 15 and six five and five in the league. Nebraska has 10 games left um they have one two, three four, they're they're completely split 5050. they have five at home they have five on the road road games against Illinois, Northwestern, Indiana, Ohio State and Michigan. can you get if Jimmy if all you're asking for is one can they get one sure like they can get one maybe Michigan on the road. You beat Ohio State on the road. They can beat any of those teams on the road if they do it on the right night, right? Can you hold serve at home? Wisconsin on Thursday is tough. Outside of that, very manageable, right? But are they vulnerable to slip up in one of those home games? Yes. Yes. They're an up and down roller coaster team.
1: Because we've seen they, what the worst right. version of this team is <laughs> of course. on the road.
0: But with that being said, can they like can they figure out a way like Whatever, if you think they're going to go five and five in their next ten and get to ten and ten in the league or whatever they, need, if they get to you know eleven and nine, whatever you think the combination of wins is going to be, you're going to be wrong. I promise you, you won't be able to predict. It. There's no point. You won't be able to predict it. But it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter as long as you, you know, as long as the math adds up enough for them to get into the NCAA tournament, which is still very, very, very on the table. So let's be careful before you. This, this is why I advised Josh against cancellation way <laughs> back in December. Because I said, look, we know how they respond to when bad stuff happens to them. They always respond really well. How can you play when good things are happening to you? Really bad. That leads to, we going on Magic Mountain. Right? So that's that's what they are, and that's who they're going to be. I think you said, uh, Peter, you said it. Like I think we know a lot about this team. Their consistency is their inconsistency. Yeah, got it. Can that still make the NCAA tournament? Yes. Do you yep. have to be good to make the NCAA tournament? No. You just simply don't. There's very average teams who make the NCAA tournament every year, and guess what? Those teams end up making runs sometimes.
1: For, for We've as amazing, seen eight nines
0: and tens make runs.
1: For as amazing as March Madness is, there's <laughs> in that first there's week, there's no sense. And that first uh, couple days in the first round, when you're when you've got all the games going on. There are some where you're watching, you're like, "How on earth is this team in the NCAA tournament?" It makes
0: no sense whatsoever.
1: And that's, that's the part of what makes of it. it great. Yeah. Just
0: get yourself to the damn table, and they they still have plenty of opportunities to do that. All right, uh, we'll come back. Couple more things before we get to Sam McEwen at the top of the hour. I'll take your thoughts on Nebraska as well. We return in the Connor Happer show on sixteen twenty the zone.